0: Uh, let's get ready to rumble he's the fastest man on the planet he'd have got there rabbits beers, beers and more beers I can't wait I cannot wait what about Andrew King put him in the second. put him somewhere he's too good for this game yes yes and we're back with yet another Daily Telegraph article this time posted by Tom Sankster. Now, this was posted uh, two days ago, but we're slowly getting around to it. It was, here's top 20 cash cows for the season now. Obviously, for you guys that have sort of left your teams as late as possible a couple of days before Teamless Tuesday, I think this article is really going to help you guys um, bolster your squads. It's basically going to allow you guys to, to free up as much cash as possible, and obviously the golden rule Super Supercoach is to make the most money that we can. So let's get straight into it. Now, I'm not too sure if these are in numerical order, but in 20th spot we have Jermaine Osako from the Broncos. Obviously, fullback center wing this year, priced at 346k. Um, obviously, the average last year of 39, but I'm happy to put a line through that. Uh, I've done a post on Osako myself, basically giving all the numbers of him at fullback, and when he plays at fullback, he's a much more exciting prospect to have. Obviously, we'll be goal kicking this year. Uh, average 39 last year, and one of the worst Broncos sides ever. So, I think there's only room for up in Osako. I could definitely see that average creeping towards 55-ish, based on the trial that he had for the first half of that trial against the Cowboys. Number 19 is Lachlan Lamb from the Sydney Roosters. Now, obviously uh, locked in to play that 5-8th role with Luke Keary moving to the 7. We get him at 5-8th slash hooker this year at 310k. Now, an average last year of 35 Another one of these picks that I can only see upside in. Um, Lamb's probably going to hold that spot. Uh, It's his to lose. We saw how impressive he was at the trial as well. Creating a bit of attack. I guess it depends on what side of the field that Lamb lines up on. Obviously, in the trial, we saw them sort of switch around a little bit between him, Hutchinson, Sam Walker. If he plays on the left, he's going to have... Uh, Morris he's going to have uh, Crichton as well and if he plays on the right he's going to have two and he's going to have Tupou on the wing so they're I guess the key factors either way it's not a bad spot to be in if you're a, a half coming into his first sort of full season of first grade so also someone's going to make a lot of tackles I think teams are going to target him similar the way they did Kyle Flanagan last year they're just going to run at him going to make a lot of tackles, going to get you a lot of points, so I uh, definitely like this pick, and with the stocks at hooker sort of dropping, you can definitely see Lamb being one of those guys you pick up, and could definitely uh, slot in either at 5-8th or hooker. Number 18, no surprises here, it's Stefano Utoimakamu from the Tigers, now obviously front row forward only, 186,000, with an average of 14 last year, that was obviously with very limited minutes at the Eels. So if we can see him creep up to 30, 35 points a, uh, minutes a game, sorry, in that Tiger side, definitely could see him uh, making super coaches a fair bit of money. He might be a little bit of a slow burn. He might be someone similar to a Jermaine Tenor-Brown from last year. Uh, someone that doesn't make huge cash, but definitely could, could make you a little bit and could use that money to upgrade to a mid-ranger or a gun. Number 17 is someone that has there's been a lot of talk around this preseason. It's Jason Saab. From the Manly Seagulls, 233k at center wing last year with an average of 29.25. Now, a little bit of inconsistency with minutes with the Tar, but the Dragons moving to Manly should see him start. Obviously, with Tom Travoy, which is going down, Morgan Harper moves into fullback. That means a position opens up in the centers, which is probably going to get filled by someone like a Saab, or he might even move to the wing. So it depends on where Desi sees him playing, but I think uh, a start for Saab is definitely in line, and at 233k for a starting center wing, definitely one to pick up. Might not play him every week, might not play him at all, but definitely one to stash on your bench to make you guys cash. Number 16 is a really interesting one. It's Spencer Lino from the Panthers now. Front row forward at 218k. So just with Lino, it depends on his game time really. He's got a lot to compete with there. On the bench, you're going to see guys like Kate Well, Liam Martin, depending on those who've switched around. and another one. Obviously with the departure of James Tamu, it opens up a starting spot and we expect that to be taken by Moses Liotta, So. I guess the game time is the biggest thing with Linu. The great thing for supercoach owners this year is there are so many cheap front row forward options. So come Tuesday, whoever gets named, I think you guys can just rotate those in and switch them around. Number 15 is one of my favourites this preseason. It's Davy Davey from the Manly Sea Eagles. Obviously, moved from the Parramatta Eagles last year. Was playing really well at the back end. I thought he could go close to pushing Sean Lane out of that starting spot, but has moved to Manly. We saw what he did in the trial with limited game time he got. A line break, made a few bone-rattling tackles, had an average last year of 38 coming off the bench at 336k. If he gets a start, I think it's a no-brainer. The biggest concern with him, obviously, is the depth at second row that Manly have. There is uh, two good prospects coming out there, so I guess it's a wait-and-see-of-teamless Tuesday, but if Davey is named, another one we can really pick up on. Number 14 is Matt Moylan from the Corella Sharks. 5.8th uh, slash fullback, don't see you playing him at fullback personally, 256k, an average last year of 28.63, now Moylan's a tough one, he, he falls into the MILF category, doesn't it, it just seems to be one of these guys that continually get injured, that we continually hold to the standard that we did 5 years ago, uh, when the when the game was first released at the start of the year, it was keen on, on Moylan, but the more fullback, uh, sorry, the more 5.8th options that open up, the less I am keen on Moylan, so... Look, I don't think you're going to go wrong picking him. He's still going to make you a little bit of cash while Johnson is out, but I think we saw from the trial that Chad Townsend is still the main facilitator at that club, and Moylan might grab a couple of attacking stats floating off the back of him, but I think there's a couple of better options just for a, a touch more expensive price. Uh, and Lamb's one of them that I would be going rather than Moylan, so not going to begrudge you for picking him because he is only 250 k but I think there's just some better options if you can spread your cash a little bit better. Number thirteen is Jackson Ford from the Dragons. Now, another guy that I was very, very keen on all preseason until I saw him trial. Obviously, a second row forward, priced at three hundred and sixty-one k with an average of forty last year. I was very high on him. He had a very good run home when he got decent minutes, but just watching that first trial um, didn't excite me too much. Didn't really get involved. That was against the Shark side. Um, that dominated them through the middle, and I thought Jackson Ford may have sort of stood up and tried to lead them with a little bit of first grade experience. Obviously, didn't play the Charity Shield because the rules were that you can only play one trial game this preseason, but yeah, I think this year there's a, a lot of options between 300 to 350k in that second row, so I think Ford's one to wait and see on. Uh, if he's named to start, awesome, but there's other guys around for the similar price point, I feel. Number 12 is Charlie Staines at 297k full back center wing from the Penrith Panthers. Obviously, we know the tri-scoring record that he put on last year, but I I wouldn't be surprised to see Staines be in that trap category. He doesn't have a fantastic base. I thought maybe Ivan Cleary would have pulled him aside and said, hey, look, we need a similar output from you as to what Mansoor gave us, but it didn't look the case in the trial against the Eagles. Uh, I'm just worried that if he goes on a scoring drought that He's only going to get you 15-20 points a game, and at 300k, it's probably a little bit too much cash to be having sit on your bench in the center wings not to be playing him, so until he can pick up some some workload, I can't really go near Staines, unfortunately. And another man that I can't really go near based off workload is number 11 on this list, and it's Remus Smith um, at 326k from the Melbourne Storm. We are basically expecting him to take over Vunavali's place, and Vunavali wasn't a fantastic supercoach scorer. He relied heavily on attacking stats, and I worry that Remus Smith falls into the same category. Now, obviously, there's a couple of brilliant young uh, wingers knocking down the door for this spot Eremaya, uh, Lumi Lumi as well. So I'm just worried for supercoach owners that they're paying so much money for another guy that's going to rely heavily on attacking output. One bit of advice I'm going to give you is just because someone is named to start doesn't mean they're an automatic buy, but that's going to wrap up the first batch of Tom Sangster's top 20 cash cows for 2021. Obviously, tomorrow we'll bring you guys number 10 to number 1. It'll be very interesting to see who he puts there. A couple of good picks from Sangster, a couple of ones I'd sort of miss just based off workload. Like I said, I'm going to reiterate it. Just because a guy is cheap and named to start doesn't necessarily mean they're always going to be a buy. You need to pick your cheapies wisely um, because they're really what's going to help you guys later in the year. But for now, that's everything. Keep your friends close, and keep your pods closer. That's all, folks. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.